Hey, my friends, welcome back to the Purpose Mastermind podcast. I've got a guest for you today. His name is Pat Mingarelli. I met Pat a couple of years ago. He was doing the Purpose Mastermind in a group with us, and he's done something interesting in his life recently, and I wanted to share his gift with you. But first of all, uh, Pat, let's just let people know something about you. Um, for instance, what do you do for fun? What's fun to you? Oh, fun for me is, uh, you know, just things outside, as we'll find out more uh, as you go on in the interview, but I like to hike, but I also, you know, like to walk outside or just most of my life, I've played sports outside um, and I've got a son in Scouts, uh, Trail Life USA, so he, we do things outside with that, but also when I take it indoors, I like, you know, board games, I just just the process of playing board games a variety of different kinds it doesn't have to be any certain one so that's kind of a, a fun like, thing in my family and go ahead you like complex sports games or like really simple ones i like them those that uh, sport that are more complex probably Ugh. uh then we would not go to play together <laughs> i i need the simplest uh, if it's a thinking game you're going to win <laughs> well yeah i like like uh, settlers of Catan. if you ever heard that one that's one I of my favorites of one. Uh, yeah. yeah and uh ticket to the ride that's another one okay. of my favorites i like that yeah, a little bit so. that, that is the top end of my intellect ticket to ride <laughs> okay that i cap out right there i can participate in that don't get your hopes up too high so uh, let's talk about your family what's your family life like well we like to do those things together and when we can we like to go on a hike uh do some camping um and that's some fun things we like to do if we could take a ski trip vacation we like to do that so outdoors is kind of where i i definitely like to spend my time and as family if we can we do that i have uh i've been married for 18 years and mm -hmm. we have two kids and they're they're 12 and 11. They're actually five months apart because we adopted one and had the other. So that was really cool. Oh, wow. Um, just the, and we just, because the kids are very close in age, they've always had, they've not been distant in interest in terms of age wise. Um, although one is a boy, one's a girl. Uh, they're getting more distant on what they like now than they did when they were seven, eight, nine years old. Yeah, I'm fascinated. Fun. I'm fascinated by something that you said. What do you like to do for fun? You said hiking. And I think back yes. to probably different seasons in my life when I was quite a bit younger, where going hiking would not sound very enticing to me. Yet now I enjoy it. Just recently, I was at a park um, outside, I think playing pickleball. I'm not sure. But it was a beautiful day, and I looked around and thought, there's only about seven human beings out here in this park on a beautiful day. Mm. And I thought, how can this be? So in the world, that, a world that's full of technology and everything is everything about technology and online gaming and so on and so forth is made to be so compelling and so enticing to all of us humans and gauged on how, based on how people are in parks these days, evidently it really works that it engages people. 
How is it that some people like yourselves and probably like me get excited about going outside and hiking in dirt? What's up with that? It's just a disconnection from all that. I love, you know, being under a blue sky or even a overcast sky, just <laughs> being outside. And um, it takes us away from that because, you know, we can get lost in a video game. We could get lost in our social media. We yeah. could get lost in those things or yeah. just going from one thing to the next and reading an article, a news article, we get lost and we could get lost outside. And I don't mean lost where we don't can't find our way yeah. back. That could happen too, but we can get mm -hmm. lost in a sense that we're just away from everything. Mm. And when we come back to reality from being lost in our phones or lost in our social media, we're, we're kind of on edge, you know, we're, we're not, yeah. we're not in a restful state, but when we come back from being lost in the outdoors, we're not on edge. Mm. We're in rest. And I think the more you realize that, and I experienced that since I was young and it may be harder to, to draw into that when you're older, but you said you, you did that. Um, so there's, yeah, we come back and there's, a piece about it now that the the draw of the screen is still there because it's it it hits us on that what is it the endorphins in our brain because we we get something we like out of it and we want more we go deeper we want more and it's kind of like an instant hit instant hit and we want more and eventually it's like it runs out and this is some things i've read i'm not a researcher yeah. but i've read stuff about research and that's what it says it runs out and then we're like hanging on what and we just kind of feel Ugh, what did i just do and so does going um, outside and hiking for instance does that give you a rush not a general hike but i can do things outside that do give me a rush uh yeah. but a general hike gives me you know just gives me a sense of rest a sense of uh it brings peace to my heart. It brings wonder to my heart. Uh, yeah. And, and in that a stillness, uh, especially when I do it and I'm connecting with God, uh, that, that makes it all the more peaceful and pleasant and just, yeah, it's, uh, as I think about the refreshing. difference, I like how you compared getting lost you know, going home, sitting in front of your screen and getting lost in whatever it is versus the getting lost in nature. I wonder if there's even a different word that could be used that that describes, that shows the difference. Maybe we find ourselves out there in nature. I, yeah. I, I just, I, I look at life and maybe our inability to be outside in nature and enjoy the simple wonder of it all speaks of how lost we are. Mm -hmm. I think about my grandbabies and how when they come to my house now and certainly in the future, um, I want them to get dirty. I want something in the yard. I want them to create with their hands i want them to you know get dust in their eyes i want their hair to mm -hmm. get muddy i want their you know i want them to 
have the organic um i don't know i i i guess if we as humans have have lo- if we've lost the ability to have simple fun and simple creation maybe we're more lost than we know we give any thoughts on that as you were talking about that lost and maybe another word for you know i have a shirt that my wife got me for christmas one year and it's got a little trail on it. it's a wilderness looking shirt it says you never get if you never get lost you never get found and and i had a uh a boy who's who's uh somewhat special needs and he's he's a teenager but he couldn't grasp that concept and i had to explain it to him but i think there's other people who can't grasp that concept um Mm. that because they'd never do it and that's that draw of that that electronic world but once you go to that and you that outside world um you start to feel it and you know it and you and you you can discover it more and yet i think people still even after they do that they run back to the that technical or that technical world and i i think there's a lot to be said about leaving the man-made world and going into the god-made world that helps us mm. in a lot of ways and it helps us spiritually too when we focus correctly mm. You know, most of what's on our phones is us being amazed at what someone else has made. But when do we disconnect and be a part of, I guess, two things. One, the wonder of what God has made. But also, what what about us making something ourselves? What are we creating? I, I think that our lives have such purpose and... I think uh, for us to be amazed at entertainment may be one of the biggest distractions from being compelled by what we are created to do ourselves. I certainly don't think we were created to just be amazed at entertainment. Right. So a man told me recently, and he said this with a lot of passion, he's He's struggled with depression for a number of years. And he he said this, I need an outlet for my passions. And when he said that, I thought, wow, his, his problem isn't depression. His problem of, of not having an outlet for his passions has led to the depression. That was my thought. Uh-huh. So when you hear that statement that he said, I need an outlet for my passions, what do you think? Of, what, does that bring any thoughts to your mind? Or how does that relate to your life? I, I, I could definitely see how that could make someone depressed because um, you're, if you don't have an outlet for your passion, you're not feeling that fulfillment. And I, I think a lot of, people today push aside whatever passion they have and they because it it's not right to pursue it for some reason or 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 just you know even on the side to to live out 
the passion because it's not and it's not responsible it's not or there's no time for it and i think it can lead to yeah. depression and we need to have an outlet for our passions whether it's something mm-hmm. uh, purposeful such as oh you you someone has a desire to help the poor or to help young to mentor young children or something like that and they, it's not their regular job but if they have a passion for that i think they need they need to do that in some way now we could have a a passion for other things like you know watching nfl football you know we could have a passion for that and i think we need to pursue even things that are somewhat you know not productive but we need to pursue them because somehow that's how god wired us now we shouldn't let something like that you know mm get over you know an obsession but we still have to have an outlet for it mm. um but if it is something that's really productive well yeah we definitely need to 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 go after that and to 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 pursue it um in some way i don't know that we properly quantify the dangers of living a life where there's not an outlet for someone's passions we, we I, everyone thinks depression is a big deal and, and it is but what if we made a bigger deal out of the things that maybe lead to depression like someone that doesn't have an outlet for their passions i talked to a man probably four months ago and he was starting to drink heavily and borderline heading into alcoholism and everyone in his community is focusing on okay we need to get him to stop drinking the first time we met he asked me how did i get here how did i get to where i am and his story was very very simple also i'll say it quickly from ages about 16 to 30 he had a very high level of two things companionship and purpose both of those things were very high very consistently in his life for all those years and then because of a change in job scenarios he went to a place where he had almost zero companionship and zero sense of purpose with what he was doing and he wonders why he got he started drinking well if you if you live a life with a lot of companionship and purpose which by the way i think we're made for and then I switched those things off and I no longer have companionship and purpose. I think the question is, how do you not drink? Right. <laughs> how do you not turn to drugs? Yeah. And so I, let me ask you this. What do you do to embody your passions, your purpose? What? Do, how do you, what's an outlet that you have that enables you to feel like you're fully alive? Well. I'm a, as you know, I'm a photographer by trade and of what I've, I've done all my life in my career. And, but it's not just any photographer, but photography and general, in general can feed my passion or, or satisfy it. Uh, but my, my bigger passion is nature photography and specifically celebrating God as creator through my photography. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a passion of mine. I believe that's a purpose of mine. And, to, and that's to through that, to draw people near to God. 
and so my outlet for that on a on a daily basis, because I'm not out taking nature photos every day, because if I was, I wasn't wouldn't be completely fulfilling the purpose mm-hmm. and, the, and the passion, because the passion is to draw people near to God through that celebrating him as creator. And so the way I do that on a on a daily basis is I have uh, is through my website, which is the visual Bible verse of the day. So I take a photograph I've taken of God's creation and I combine it with a Bible verse and I write a short devotion, very maybe one, two paragraphs, five, five, six lines generally. It's quick. It's easy. Mm-hmm. And but through that, I, I'm using the nature photography because I think a lot of our passions are going to be from where we're gifted, where we're talented, where our talent is and where we, you know, where, where we like to spend our time. And so that's what I, I like to spend my time. And I've also, I, I've been a Christian all my life and I've read so much this and that I've never, yeah, I've always, I even did a little bit. I was going to say, I never did any kind of theological school training, but I did a little bit actually. But so I have a knowledge there. So that knowledge comes out and the devotion that I use, and, and it's just a passion to help people draw near to God through that. So that's on a, on a daily basis. I put that out there every day. So that's how I'm, I'm embodying my passions, but also it's when I do go out and photograph those things. And, and I've discovered that through going out in nature, I, I leave the anxieties of the world behind. And I, and I struggle with distractions. I struggle with um, stress, just like everybody else, and, and being disconnected from God. But I've learned that nature photography helps me to connect with God. Hmm. Just going out there and taking pictures and thinking about it. And it was something that used to happen subconsciously to me before. I just didn't know it was going on. I, I mean, I, I knew I was having conversations with God, but I wasn't, I wasn't uh, deliberate, purposeful about it. Now I'm more purposeful about it. And the photography has become secondary because I'm connecting with God. And that's the most important thing. And I'm wondering about his creation and I'm having moments with him. And it mm-hmm. helps me to connect. And now going back to my passions and purpose, I'm I'm starting to help other people do this. And mm. it's just not me where I, where, I, where I tell people, this is how you can use nature photography to, um, to draw near to God, to connect with him, to wonder about him, to, to leave those distractions that so much, God, that, that so much have us today. Uh, and so much of it, you know, some of them are good, you know, cause family and work, that could be a, those things at their basis and all relationships at their basis are good, but they can steal all our time and they can disconnect us from God. But then a lot of those distractions are just pretty frivolous as we talked about some of them already, but going out into nature, we leave all that and we can just connect with God and the camera when I've, I just it helps me wonder and draw near to God more when I have that. Uh, and I'm helping other people do that now. And um it's really good yeah you know it's it's impossible to quantify this so it it recharges you it gives you a sense of purpose to go out and take your camera and go into nature 
And if, if you were not able to do that anymore, if you did not have that outlet, I, I don't know that it's possible to quantify, but if you don't have the outlet to, to live purposefully, what would the result of that be? I think depression, as we talked about, would definitely be something that happens. And I, in, in my own life, I have periods because that ebbs and flows when I'm able to do to work out that passion, except for doing that Bible verse of the day, because I'm pretty purposeful about that. But if I, if I didn't have an outlet that depression would stem from that, I wouldn't feel fulfill, fulfilled and completed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if it's a, a real passion in somebody, they're going to to make it a priority that it's gonna happen, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, even if it's just something that happens once a month for them, they're gonna be, they're gonna make it a priority that, hey, I got time to do this. I'm gonna go do it because this this is where I find purpose. And if we don't, we we're gonna get de- depressed in some way. So I was excited to see something that you did recently you turned this passion this purpose you have and you created something tell us about it well i have a i have a book that's uh, soon to be released um and the book is called drawing near meeting god and his creation and it's a it's a devotional and it's it's a every Every uh, devotion is a photograph and a scripture. Um, And then it has the devotion much longer than I put on my website. Uh, And it's much deeper. Actually, part of it is that something for me personally that I see a lot of devotionals would lack is that they don't go deep into the scripture. So I made a purpose in each Mm -hmm. one of my devotions in this book is there's there's that scripture verse. Of course, there's that photograph. Uh, that I've taken that goes, you know, fits with that scripture. And then there's a part that says in context where I kind of dig deep to let people know this is what's going on in that, in that scripture. And then I take it to nature and I connect it to nature uh, in a section where I have in each devotion called in nature. And then after that, I have a section called in us where I make it personal and practical. And then there's a prayer at the end. So, uh, it's quite more developed than what I put on my website. Um, so th- that's what the, the devotions look like. Um, how many devotions, how many devotions are in the devotional? It's a 40 day devotional. Mm-hmm. And each one has a photograph. Like I said, each one of those has those five sections. Mm-hmm. So drawing near meeting God and his creation. Yes. I love that you did this. Um, you know, we all have, we all need ways to, to embody our purpose. Our purpose, uh, is a way of extending God's grace and giftings through our life and to other people. Um, what, what compelled you to put this book together, this devotional? I, you know, there's so much in our life that, that is distracting us. And then we look at the Bible. Um, the Bible has a lot to say about 
creation, nature. And people are familiar with the first chapter of Genesis, but it actually says a whole lot more about nature, the wilderness and creation. If we even look at the life of Christ, um, in the gospels, it says over a dozen times that he went to the wilderness, that he went to a quiet place. He went there. And in today's world, we don't kind of do that that much. Well, I have, and I've experienced it, and I appreciate it, and I've learned from it. But I want to, through the book, other people can, you know, get away to the wilderness, even if they're in their own quiet spot in their house or on their back deck, or maybe they can get away to the wilderness with the book. But the book has a picture that sets the scene and a scripture that's all the scriptures are about creation in some way and what creation can tell us about God or um, their focus is there. And so my hope is that people can take this and just get a little escape. If they can't get away, the, the, the this devotional will help them get away every day as they just spend time. They can contemplate the, the scripture, contemplate the photograph and just help them draw near to God and get away from those distractions. Mm. I like it. Uh, I sent an email to my wife with the link um, to purchase the book because I want it uh, in my house. Pat, how can someone get their hands on a copy of this book? Well, thanks for uh, sending that link to your to your wife. Um, the way people could get it, they can get it anywhere they they like to get their books online. Um, the official release date is June 6, 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get it anywhere where you like to get books online. Okay. So whatever your favorite place is. And then I, you could also go to my website, which is visualverse.thecreationspeaks.com. Visualverse.thecreationspeaks.com. And you go there, there's a link right on my top menu right across. It says that that mentions the, uh, uh, my book, right. Um, it says book update or book project. Cause it's not out yet as a, while we're doing this recording. So it's yeah. just a book project update and it'll have, it'll have diff- different links where the book can be, be purchased online, pre-ordered. You can pre-order it online. So it'll have different links right there. And of course those links will stay there after the book does come out. And then people could just click on one of those links or in, at that time, it'll it will be available on my website too um, after it comes out. So okay. I can't take pre-orders. I'll put a <laughs> link. I'll put a link in the um, notes of the podcast. The the devotion is drawing near, meeting God and His creation by Pat Mingarelli. Well, Pat. it's by my. I got a go nice ahead. Italian name. I go by Pat, but my my first name is Pasquale. And which is P A S Q U A L E. Um, so it's P A S Q A L E. I like it. Yes. And so that's what you'd look it up under. Or you could just put Mingarelli. That's good enough too, which is, of course, yeah. another nice Italian name. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a beautiful Italian name. Well, brother, yes, good so work. It's... Good work. And thanks for sharing parts of your story and let us, letting us know about your work. Thanks for being on the podcast today. Okay. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And as I always say, because I I can't help but say this in any episode, I want to remind anyone listening to this that your life has a purpose. You can know that purpose. 
and you can be set free from anything that holds you back from living it out boldly. Now go take on the day.